Welcome to Discover Healthier. Everything you need to know about health brought to you by Discovery Health. I'm Azania Musaka. You can join the conversation as we explore some of the most pressing matters in the healthcare environment today. Our wide variety of topics and specialist guests will empower you to care for your health now and in the future. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted our society on many levels. It has profoundly influenced the way in which we work and do business. Seemingly overnight, businesses both large and small have found themselves navigating an unprecedented operating environment. In particular, executives and their management teams are now expected to not only deal with the personal impact of COVID-19, but also the profound impact on their business and their people. What sort of support do South African businesses need to assist employers and their management teams in formulating and executing an effective response to COVID-19? Well, today I'm joined by Nongu Piche, Head of Employee Health Solutions at Discovery, to dig deeper into what it means to support businesses and their people through this extraordinary time. Really grateful to chat to you today, Nongu. But what is your sense of the pressure that business owners, their managers and staff are under at this time. What are you seeing from a Discovery Bird's eye view? Zanya, it's a very interesting time, I think, for all of us in this country, but for all of us globally. I think the pandemic has thrown a spanner in the works, the likes of which we have never seen. The kinds of pressures we see are quite varied. So there's pressure, obviously, from a healthcare perspective in the healthcare space, There's a lot of pressure around, one, economically, even though we are all healthcare players, whether we are hospitals or we are in the funding space, we can see that people are under real economic pressure because of COVID-19. Additionally, what we're seeing is that there's an inherent fear, underlying fear around the pandemic. We run contact tracing for discovery as an employer, but for other employers as well. And just the word COVID-19, when somebody is told that they might have been exposed, brings an enormous amount of fear and therefore the need for us to support. I think just on a broader sphere, we also see the need to be able to respond and support Mm. this as South Africa as a whole. So as an employer and as, I guess, a responsible corporate, we've also looked at solutions that not only respond to our own members, our own clients, but also respond to what's happening within the country and how can we lend a hand. So I think sort of it's multifaceted Mm. from an economic perspective, from a healthcare perspective, as well as from how do we lend a hand to sort of South Africa as a whole and to what the Department of Health is trying to achieve. Yes. I know you're sitting with a lot of stats, a lot of data, quite a lot of insights from the work you've been doing as Discovery, but I also want to hear those real-life anecdotes. What can you tell me about the past couple of weeks since the pandemic became present in South Africa? Well, I mean, maybe a good place to start and a place that I'm particularly focused on is just what's happening in the employer space. You know, you get frantic calls that are coming in from different directions to different key individuals within the business that say things like, a few people have been found to be positive. I need to shut down. What is the next step in terms of what I need to do? Mm. You hear employers saying, you know, I've reported my COVID positive people. I'm waiting for contact tracing. I'm afraid this is going to impact my business. What do I do now? 
So I think what we're seeing across the board is a very, at least what we've seen and what we're responding to, was a very clear call of we need proper support. That talks to what we have to do as a employer, as a country, and as a nation. So how do you help us screen people? How do you help us further prevent the spread in terms of contact tracing? How do you help us manage the people in our business who have this, who are very fearful, and who don't know what's going to happen to them? And then how do you help us reintegrate them back into business and make sure that we continue to do the business that allows us to keep hiring people and keep sort of the economy running in the country. Mm. So that's the level at which we wanted to respond. How do we support businesses respond meaningfully to this while they do the business as usual of whatever industry that they're in? Yeah. So let's drill deeper into what Discovery has developed to help people meet the challenges of this historic moment and the ways in which you're supporting employers during the pandemic. And is it even possible considering the scale of the challenge? Yeah, I must maybe start here. And it might sound sort of inward looking, but Mm. I've been incredibly proud to be part of Discovery at this time. I've just seen from sort of executive leadership in the business all the way to the guys in the front line, how people have really galvanized and meaningfully are like fighting this pandemic. Mm. I think we've responded as a business, not just to employers, and I'll dig deeper and sort of dive into what we're doing for employers, Mm. but we responded firstly for our members, which has been critical, right? Our first responsibilities to our members to make sure that they are healthy. And we've responded in terms of making sure that we have the right benefits, that we have the right information, that we're giving them access in terms of virtual consult, isolation hotels, et cetera. We've responded also in terms of our health professionals. They're a key stakeholder. Firstly, they're in the front lines and they are the heroes in this country today. But also, they are real stakeholders and a real partner in sort of the provision of some of these services. Mm. So we've worked extensively around how do we support health professionals and how do we work even closer with them. And then we've worked at a macro level around how can we support in terms of fighting this pandemic at a country level. And we've injected some of our most senior leadership. You'll know Jonathan Greenberg, who's currently working in the NICD. We're sharing data and working with the teams in terms of what this is panning out to be and what it means. Mm. We've instituted virtual consults working with Vodacom for all South Africans for free, related in particular to this pandemic, where people can screen, get a virtual consult that will then direct them whether they need testing or whether they should just quarantine. Mm. So I think we've just looked at every pillar around what we can contribute and where we can contribute. In terms of employers themselves, we've really looked at how do we take the hustle and the problem of managing this thing away from the employer and let them focus on managing their business. Mm. So we've looked really at four pillars, maybe to start. One is how can we help them screen their people before they even come onto the employer site to completely manage and minimize the risk. So we have a symptom checking app and a screening app that you can use wherever you are. And we're hoping that employers will say to their employees, before you even come, You need to do this so that you can get like your pass into the workplace. Mm. And I think that in itself is a massive sort of prevention component. In addition to that, where 
anybody is found to be at risk, so comes out from that screening as read, we will proactively call and contact that person and then we'll walk the path with them, whether they need to go through testing, post-testing. If they are positive, we need to find out who they've been in contact with. We'll guide them around isolation, what it means to be isolated even at home which can be very scary when you have children, your wife and your husband, and maybe even your elderly mother staying with you. And fundamentally, we give reporting that gives them an understanding of how this dynamic is playing out in their workplace on an ongoing basis. And then we reintegrate the employee into the space once they've been cleared. So really looking at end-to-end, hopefully very valuable service that takes, I guess, the stress away for what to do when dealing with this pandemic. What is inherent in it is obviously there are many other things that the employer has to do in terms of reporting and those things they'll continue to do. But in terms of dealing with their employees and the pandemic, we really want to, from a clinical perspective, which drives prevention and risk management, we want to take it away from them and only let them worry about managing from a reporting perspective what's happening in their environment. You know, earlier you mentioned the question of fear and we do have people returning to work. So as they return to work, there's also a category of employee who's very anxious about leaving the safety of their home because they are at high risk of severe illness should they contract COVID-19. So what are you doing? What can be done to support this particular category of employee? That's actually quite an exciting category of employee and one that we've thought about very deeply. So we firstly are able and have started right from the beginning of the pandemic to help employers identify their at-risk employees. So those are employees that have comorbidities, employees that may be senior in terms of age and members at large, actually, that based on what we've learned about COVID-19 are at the highest risk. So those members and employees were identified right at the beginning of this process. We started to run communication campaigns that went to all members that explained sort of what the risk was and what do we recommend that you do based on the risk. So as an employer, as Discovery, we've walked this road as well, and we've been quite particular about making sure that those employees that are high-risk employees and that contracting COVID-19 puts them at a risk of other acute illnesses and hospitalization and ventilation, we've therefore asked them not to actually come back to the office. Mm. So until such time, there's advancements. In terms of dealing with the pandemic, those people for us right now work from home where that is possible and where it's not possible, they're still asked to stay at home while we find alternatives for them. We will help any employer work through the same process. So we use our analytics, our data, it points us in the right direction. We communicate accordingly and then further support those people. And, you know, with the lockdown alert levels continuing to ease more and more, we're expecting millions of employees, of course, to return to the workplace. What services will employers need to ensure are in place? Can Discovery help? 100%. We're super excited <laughs> about that. We're actually having a webinar that really will take a deep dive into this. So I've spoken at a high level around certain solutions, but I really want to mention and I'll go through them quite fast, but nine key levers that we've identified that we think are critical Mm. that employers should be looking at. Mm. And with each one of these levers, we can help. And I'll mention in particular what the medical scheme will pay for because the medical scheme also recognizes that these are 
prevention and risk management levers that can be utilized in order to curb the spread of the pandemic. But firstly, we think information is key, right? So we've got an information hub, both for individuals and employers, that give you things, tips, information on how you are covered in terms of the benefit, but also gives you general things you can use in your employer, in your employee rather, things like posters, emailers, et cetera, that communicate every part of how you prevent, how you respond, how you treat this pandemic. And so that has been a key part of what we thought has been important, providing information just in time. This thing is changing at such a rapid rate. And as we learn, we update this information hub and we make it available to all South Africans and all employers, regardless of whether or not you're linked to discovery. Wow. That's why it's important, one, information. The second thing that we think is important, Azania, is screening. You know, the more we can be proactive around understanding our own health and understanding whether we're at risk and minimizing contact with other people, that's critical. So not only have we built the screening into our app, we have it on our website, which on the locked out face, which means anybody can do the screening. And if you're found to be at risk, like I said, we have the virtual consults that are free to all South Africans where you can carry on sort of the risk assessment. Mm. We're also taking the screening app and we're making it available so that at entry points at an employer site, a security guard can have the same app so that when a person comes in, they can also use the same app if people haven't done the screening at home on their own apps. They can use the same sort of content in order to screen people and then to say yes or no Mm -hmm. in terms of coming into the environment. We are launching a 24-7 hotline Mm -hmm. that if you are at risk, whether you feel because you have symptoms or you feel like you're really at risk because your screening app said you are red, you can phone into the 24-7 line and you'll get health professionals that will talk to you, further screen you, triage you, and really Mm. navigate you through the world of testing and getting treatment accordingly. We've added a component, which we think is critical, of clinical specialists, really doctors here, that will then focus on case management. So if you, Azania, as part of your employer, have been found to be COVID positive, you'll have a group of people that look after you, check on you on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. If you escalate in any way, we'll make sure that they can get you into the relevant facility and make sure that you're taken care of. Mm. Hopefully this is on the lower end, but still important. And then I talked to you earlier about contact tracing. And contact tracing, I think, is the single most important but also most complex process to run. This is saying, because this person who was there is COVID positive, how do we make sure that everybody else who interacted with them can quarantine? How do we make sure they understand what quarantining is and for how many days? And those that already have symptoms, how do we make sure that they get access to testing immediately and that where they are positive, we also restrict movement very quickly and we minimize spread. Mm -hmm. So contact tracing is a complex process. We'll be deploying also at an app level, which we're really excited about. We're working with an organization in the U.S. currently, but we'll be deploying an app where If you were close by to a person who then becomes positive, you will be automatically informed Mm. if your Bluetooth is on, which we think is really powerful and we think is a service, regardless of whether you are on the discovery suite of products or you're not. I guess sort of the last core service that we think is critical is the ability to report. It's 
firstly required from a regulatory perspective. So we need to be able to help employers gather all of this information and be able to report accordingly, but also reporting so that we're able to track and trace these people in the employment space and we're able to minimize risk. So we've embedded that and we've worked over the last couple of weeks in terms of refining these reports. And we think they're at a place where they really will add significant value. So all of these services we're making available to all employers in South Africa. Some of them are very focused on sort of employers in the discovery stable because this, our discovery medical scheme has agreed that they'll pay for these services mm-hmm. because of what they mean in terms of prevention and risk management. But in addition to this, maybe the last two components is that we found a need for an on-site response for covid Outbreaks. So if you think about call center environments sometimes where people are still working inside a building and because people still interact, um, even though social distancing and all of those norms yes. need to be in place. So there's been many outbreaks which usually will result in an office having to close, disinfection protocol having to be run. So we really, as an additional extra, which a, an employer can talk to us about, have an on-site response for COVID outbreaks where we'll send out a team to basically help you with everything from how to quarantine, do mass screening on site, send people home that need to go home, isolate people, get people into isolation hotels where that is required. So almost basically, if you thought about a SWAT team, land on site, <laughs> do what needs to be done in order to get us what we need. Yes, and to get the business back up and running. Yes. Exactly. exactly. It's a real thing. I mean, (laughs) Mm. business downtime. And then finally, something we've done for clients that have requested it has been really modeling, actual modeling and projections around COVID-19 and around what they may mean to your particular business in your particular industry. This we've done particularly for large organizations that have had to do scenario planning around what if this pandemic sort of runs away with us? What does it mean to our business and the thousands of employees we hire as well as maybe millions of people to which we deploy a service? Mm -hmm. So companies have engaged us from a consulting perspective and we've sort of used our business intelligence capability and actuarial modeling capabilities to be able to give them different versions of what could happen so that they can do real business planning and scenario planning. So that sounds like a lot, but we've had to think deeply and comprehensively around the role that we need to play in order to support businesses in the country. And this is... I mean, it's evident. It's it's almost as if every potential scenario or possibility that is within your realm needed to be considered and responded to. Certainly, that's a great picture that you've painted there, Nongu. Incredible. But I want you to also locate yourself in the future, sort of, you know, if we were looking back on this pandemic in time to come, what sort of impact would you like to see Discovery as having had in the employee support space at this difficult time? I think firstly, probably at a very macro level, I think as a business, we're very much thinking around, we'd like to really have been seen to be a powerful source of good for the country. Let's just maybe park the employee for a second. Mm. So I think if you think about all of the solutions we put in place from member all the way to virtual consult for all South Africans and our role in the NICD, I think that's where we'd like to look back and say, you know, the impact we've made is that people are dealing with this thing in a very coordinated way. They're feeling supported. We're finding this thing 
earlier, we're preventing it where possible. The death rate is reduced because of the role that we're able to play and the understanding and the access of information means that we responded to it in a more proactive and I guess more solution-orientated way. Mm. At an employee level and very much helping the employer, I think two things. One is that we would like to look back and think that there was minimal impact in terms of businesses and their ability to be able to be economic contributors because their workplaces were managed so well. That downtime was kept to an absolute minimum. And I think we all know that we need that for the country, but for individuals in those workplaces. Mm. I think secondly, we'd like to make sure that from a health and wellness perspective, that we've almost stripped out the fear and we are managing and people feel confident that Discovery Health as their medical aid provider has really looked after them. And they're not fearful because we navigate them very carefully, very considerately through a very Mm. meaningful and well thought through journey. And then lastly, I would like to think that employers that look after these employees feel really empowered to focus on the business of whatever their business is and giving services to their own customers because they feel supported by what Discovery is doing and they can really focus on the business that they're in. Mm. So really, I think those are the three levels, sort of at a South African level, at a we're helping to look after the economy and the health of people. And finally, we're helping employers right. to just really get bed down and focus on their own business. I'm curious about your reflections as well on how the workplaces of the future will look like, you know, as a result of adaptations to COVID-19. We're actually doing that work ourselves. But really, this has been a a point of real reflection around, will we ever go back to how we operated? And the sense is we won't. And if you've just read broadly what other organizations are thinking about and doing, I think the world is in the same place. I think there's really an opportunity here to reevaluate how people work and contribute and where they can work from and contribute. And maybe even you have more engaged employees and employees that are really uplifted because of the kind of workspaces and work scenarios that we are able to give them. So very much sort of, and I'll start from a discovery perspective, we already had a very vibrant work from home program and we had a probably about 30% of our employee base working in different parts of the country, but working from home. But we're really looking to wrap this up and whether we can have a big component of our employee base working from home. In terms of also just collaboration with teams during this time, and we've done it before because we are a global team with people working in different parts of the world and being part of the Discovery family. I really think that if you're an employer that's lived through this pandemic, you really need to lift the game around how you enable your environment in a different way. Are there opportunities for you to be more efficient in terms of space, in terms of probably fixed costs that you might not need going forward? I'll give you another example. We had our first webinar launch. Mm -hmm. All our launches are usually massive affairs that either happen at the convention Mm -hmm. center or at Gallagher Estates where we're housing like 8,000 individuals. And it was such an incredible, robust launch where we had many people plugged in. We had people giving their chats and comments. 
an avenue that we've never had, right, during a webinar where mm-hmm. you can see what people are thinking and how people can input from different sort of parts of the world. And I also think that it's just made the world smaller. We run within our business webinars quite frequently now because of COVID-19 and it's just sort of now become embedded. But it just makes us all feel closer. You know, mm-hmm. we see Adrian much more than we saw him before <laughs> because of that. But we also see other intellectual leaders from around the world. We had Gillian Stamp the other day. All of our people can have access where before, you know, mm-hmm. we're constrained mm-hmm. by bricks and mortar. We must put people in a boardroom. We must, you know, organize these events. They cost us millions of dollars. We can now take this money and put it and channel it into spaces and places where it can really make a difference. Right. So, yeah, we are on a journey ourselves. And we've seen all other employers, I think, are on very interesting journeys. Wonderful. I want you to have the final word. Is there anything else that you would like to add, you know, some points of reflection from the conversation we've had in closing? Maybe just to say, I think there's so many different things that we are doing and that we have done as Discovery, but I think many other people within the country have done. And I guess in sort of reflecting probably on the pandemic, and I reflected just on what I think and what I'd like to see. I think the first sort of two things, the one was just around the leadership in the country. And it's been so exciting to see the leadership galvanize all of us in a particular direction. And I remember sitting down and thinking like, I think our leaders have been so visible during this time, I guess, so elevated that I hope it's something that we see more in the future. And when I say leaders, I'm talking about the national leadership of the country. I think maybe secondly reflecting, and that brings it back to the discovery context and maybe a little bit of more micro level. I've seen the same type of leadership and the same type of rigor leveraged, I guess, from the national leadership almost after every announcement. You know, we got together and we thought, what can we do? I guess my one reflection is, I think if all of us in this country are doing it at a national level, at a business level, at a home level around how to lead with our children being homeschooled, with us working from home, it's just such an incredible time of new ideas, of galvanizing new thinking, of I guess, real leadership in terms of new environments, new thinking. new And for me, that's really been energizing to see just what we've been able to achieve in a time that could be really scary. It's been probably the most productive time of my over 10 years at Discovery. And may it continue. Thank you so much, Nonku. Thank you for sharing your insights into what it means to maintain a productive and financially secure workplace through this pandemic. Thank you so much, Zania. I hope you stay safe with your family. If you've enjoyed this conversation, then make sure you look out for part one and part two of this three-part series. In part one, I talked to Chris Jones from Discovery's technical marketing team, and we explore what is known as the World Health Organization Global Outbreak Benefit and bringing healthcare benefits and cover to Discovery Health Medical Scheme members during the COVID-19 pandemic in innovative ways. Then in part two, I chat to Anna Endres, Head of Discovery Healthcare Services and GP Dr. Sudeshan Govinda about the relevance of access to COVID-19 online doctor consultations. These virtual doctor consultations have been made available to all South Africans for free through Discovery's partnership with Vodacom. I also chat to Dr. Ron Whelan, Chief Commercial Officer at Discovery Health and to Mark Waxberger, Founder and Chief Executive of the Capital 
Capital Hotels about turning a top hotel into a COVID-19 isolation facility in partnership with Discovery. Thank you for listening to this episode of Discover Healthier, brought to you by Discovery Health. Join the conversation on social media with the hashtag Discover Healthier and tag at Discovery underscore SA. You can subscribe to our podcast channel, Discovery South Africa, on your favorite podcast app or visit discovery.co.za to listen to our shows.